Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you feel like your best friends are your soulmates? Absolutely. Then Hey Sister Soul Sister is for you. We're best friends that talk about life, love, empowerment, badassery, pop culture, social issues, all while sharing a laugh together. So come chill with me, Leia. And me, Erica, every Thursday and become part of our soul game. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcast. We are Hey Sister, Soul Sister, where your best friends are your soulmates. Hi, it's Brittany and Windsor and special guests and you are listening to a bonus glee episode of thanks i hate it a weekly social commentary podcast where two friends shoot the shit about social issues throw shade at unsuspecting targets and drink from the bottom shelf Today, we have two very, very, very special guests with us. We have Leah and Erica from Hey Sister, Soul Sister podcast. Hi, ladies. Can you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm Erica. I'm Leah. <laughs> and uh, we have very similar podcasts, you know, just Leah and I. Um, what is our podcast? Social commentary, <laughs> so, comedy podcast. We we pop add a culture. little pop culture. We do add a little bit of like mindset and energy work because Leah, Leah and I are really into that work too and bring some positivity. So we, we like to do a little bit of comedy and like, you know, pop culture and social issues with a little bit of mindset and energy work. So it could also act as a personal development podcast, but you know, with a little bit of comedy mixed to it, you know, every once in a while. And, um, I'm just excited to be here because Brittany contacted me and I was listening to your podcast mm-hmm. and we have a lot of similarities and that was one of our goals this year was to collab. And our podcast name is Hey Sister, Soul Sister, so go check us out. We funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> And if, you, if you're listening to Thanks I Hate It, you're going to love us. We're just going to be like an expansion of Thanks I Hate It. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're the OMG I love it to the thanks we hate it. Yes! Oh my gosh, that's exactly we're, what I thought. We're the yin to the your yang. Yes! I hope that's the So light here's one. the angel, here's the devil. <laughs> no. Angel, devil. No, we're not that bad. No, you guys are not. You guys are bringing so. some. No. I do try to um, listen to like lighter podcasts and like nicer podcasts when I take my son to school in the morning because I don't want him to walk into school and have like a bunch of I don't know murder around him or you know <laughs> a bunch of cussing which we do a ton of cussing in our show oh, and great, so same. I try to like bring it down some when I'm driving him to school in the morning so I can usually throw on hey sister soul sister and he's not paying attention but I, at least you know he's getting like some positivity in there so definitely if you need an early morning thing to drive your kid to school with Hey, sister, soul sister, we will link them in our show notes. Yeah. And we do cuss every once in a while, so be warned. <laughs> be warned. <laughs> It'll be so, just like high school. Just a little bit. Yeah, it's positive with a little bit of cussing, because why the fuck not? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There is nothing wrong with cussing. I actually no. just watched the whole History of Swear Words, that show on Netflix. Ooh, oh, I started yeah. watching that. I started watching that. I think I only got to fuck. Is it good? Or maybe did I get to shit? I can't remember. Yeah. I think that was the first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As it should be. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were watching it. We were watching it really late, and then we were falling asleep. So I have to go back and watch it. So. Well, fuck. all of a sudden you wake up to like um, Nicholas Cage talking about pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's- oh. I cannot get my head around that word. It's probably one of the very few curse words, if you count it as a curse word, but I can't get my head around. It's not one I use a lot it. of. It, like, it's not one I use a lot of, but if I if it the situation's appropriate, I will. But it's definitely not like fuck or shit. When yeah. is it appropriate? Yeah. That's what I want to know. When is it appropriate? <laughs> to say pussy well, like pussy cat? You know, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> You're talking about some WAP? No. Okay. No. We are going to transition then, right now. Perfect transition. Is speaking of pussy God, and WAP. This show ended. <laughs> actually, yes. So Thank God it ended when it ended. Could you imagine? No, but what I was going to say. So we are talking about silly love songs. Um, It is Glee. Season 2, episode 12. Um, and funny thing about WAP is I felt like when I was watching this video, I mean this show, this episode, it was very much the um, very incestuous love affair type of episode. And what I was saying before we actually came live was, um, or what I was going to say and then I decided to save it for you guys, the listeners, is the fact that I feel like this episode was very much a Glee episode in the sense that it really had this element of unrequited love that is quite incestuous because everybody's trying to kind of get with everybody but then it has a very nice bow on it in the end where it just seems like things worked out and that is what I like of my after school teen dramas if we're going to have a problem I want it fixed by that 45th minute (laughs) and I felt like this episode did a great job of fixing it in 45 minutes it really so, did. Yes. It wrapped it up. <laughs> wrapped nice. You bow. didn't even need a this is what you missed on Glee the next episode. No. no. It's, it's over. It's it over. It was over. like 
it was just really isolated to that episode of what was going on. There was exactly. closure. I mean, you had to like take out what you know from what happens in Glee, but it was yeah. just, like it wrapped up that episode right then and there. <laughs> and, OMG, I loved that because I. So I know Winter's done a number of rewatches, but the only rewatches I've done recently are the episodes that we've recorded for. And so sometimes mm-hmm. I can't remember what actually was happening at that time. So when I pulled into this one, I was like, I don't know what's going on, but it gave me a start. It gave me a finish. And that's what mm-hmm. I wanted. Yeah. As an outsider, I've never, okay. <laughs> uh, controversial, but I've never watched Glee. I smart. Think maybe... <laughs> smart. Real smart. <laughs> Ever since the beginning. But I watched it with Erica. And I think that was the first thing I thought. I was like, everyone wants to date everyone. And mm-hmm. we're in only season two. Like, what? Oh, yeah. What <laughs> happened? I, I was like, Erica, wasn't they, like, what, Finn and Leah Michelle, weren't they dating, like, two seconds ago? What? I'm, I was so lost. Yeah. I was yeah. lost. Yeah. I, had a, I had a reminder of the storyline. I'm like, this is what happened. I haven't done a lot of rewatches, but I have... Um, I have a really good memory, especially with, like, plot lines. So I was like, this is this Ooh. is what happened. Okay, they were together. This is what happened. He got this girl pregnant. Okay, here's here's where we're at. Here's where we're ah, at. Oh. And, and that, I was like, what? <laughs> Leia was like, what? <laughs> and where's the baby? I was like, what Well, happened? she comes back later. No, they oh. adopted that baby out. They, but they she made comes a good back decision. later. I didn't. Yeah, t- I don't think did. I told you, Leia, who adopted the baby in the chat. Oh, so yeah. it was Adina. Uh, mm. So Rachel's mom adopted the baby. Oh shit! Who's Adina Mendel? Oh shit! Defying gravity. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Exactly. She did yep. defy gravity with that baby. Yeah. Um, yeah and did. with issues on the show. <laughs> Great job with those shoes. I have to. What but scene was I, that? I, We're not talking about that episode. We'll we'll talk about it another day. <laughs> I don't even remember what season that was because so Windsor's done a few rewatches. I usually get through about this episode and then I I don't know. I turn and then I start to skip through episodes. I'm like, this was dumb. This was dumb. This was dumb. I hated this. So I don't really remember where she came in, but I remember she had wonderful shoes. When she was <laughs> the baby was only about one, so I think it was the third season mm. because they were seniors, so it had to be the third season she came back. Is it? Is or it when she hooks fourth, up with sixth, Puck? Or seventh, I don't know. Yep. She hooks up. Yeah. Oh yeah, Leia, she <laughs> oh, hooks up with Puck. Dang guys, there's a lot of Glee. <laughs> there's a lot dramatic. of shady shit that happens in Glee. Well, I mean, Blaine hooked up with a. Um, a lighthouse so oh my so what i this, took from this that. this is not the show that i thought it was guys it's no what? it gets raunchy it gets racy what and raunchy and it covers it up with yeah, the music it does get rough. <laughs> or sometimes bad music you know they fucking in this fox 61 show but i did think that the songs from this show were really cute and oh uh, yeah oh, they I, were really good. i had a good time with those agreed so what I, I did um, was I wrote down just keep going. Sorry, sorry, keep going. Oh, keep going. <laughs> no, you're fine. I was like, I'm gonna stop right here. So I wrote down um just the different 
kind of couplings that were happening mm-hmm. in the show so I could follow them because I didn't realize so much was happening in this show. Like, when we first talked to you guys about this, I was like, that's probably just the most straightforward episode on the planet. Nothing's really happening in this. And then I started rewatching it, and I was like, I need to take notes because <laughs> what is happening? Then you remembered Ryan Murphy <laughs> exists in life. <laughs> and so um, the first coupling I had was Puck and Lauren Zeises. So basically, mm-hmm. there's this, these two, and he spends the entire episode with his unrequited love, because that is one of the underlying themes that I pulled out, um, just kind of trying to get with her. Um, he sang her Fat Bottom Girls, which I had a few, I had feelings on it from her perspective, but honestly, I love that show, or that song, and if my husband sang Fat Bottom Girls with me, I'd probably be cool, because I love Queen, mm-hmm. and I love the entire yeah, story behind song. the song, but I could see. Yeah. Exactly. But, but yeah. also, like, you weren't a 17-year-old girl. You are a grown woman never. who's comfortable with their body, so. I've never <laughs> been 17. But I don't talk about those years. Yeah, but I forgot that when, um, when, while he was singing it, I was like, wow, this is a problematic song. But how um, Sices reacted to it was like perfect. She was like, she was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is problematic. Like, you're going to get me with the song, you know? Like, and I forgot that that was her reaction. So it was like, yeah, Ryan Murphy, (laughs) go do that. Yes. I've... But it was just, I, I loved her reaction and I loved that she just wasn't like, oh, you're just the hottest guy in school and I'm going to go for you. Like, I loved mm-hmm. her journey mm-hmm. throughout that. And she's like, you want me? You're going to have to show me respect and work for me. And I thought that was so empowering. And like, Queen. her character is very empowering because I remember her from other characters mm-hmm. where oh, yes. she just is so confident in her skin and as problematic as as Glee was, her character was always very strong and steady. She was yeah. one of my favorite, like, she, supporting yeah. actresses in this show. She did some messed up stuff, but nothing more messed up than anybody else did. So, like, yeah, <laughs> they, they are more shady. This episode, this episode, she was good. perfect on this episode. Like, st- like you said, start to finish, she very much was like, "Nope, you need to woo me." Yes, I ate all of your candy. No, that doesn't mean I owe you anything. I, <laughs> oh, she did such a good job. I loved that yep. so much. I agree. I'll, also, say in that scene, uh, I think Santana's reaction was very complicated and twofold. At first, she was offended that because you know she's trying to get back in Puck's pants, mm. um, but then she kind of overlapped. It seemed with. She was offended on behalf of Zyces, but also she was offended because, you know, she was just pissed off and being petty. But it was like that complicated, like, double-edged sword almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, this was, I think, around this time was when Santana went from a secondary character to pretty much making the show run. Hmm. Like, it was definitely around this time that, you know... Santana really started moving in along in the plot lines. That's very true because I think within like a a few episodes of that, she and that's when she and Brittany were kind of like showing Mm -hmm. more of their love relationship. So for me, when I was watching Mm -hmm. that, I was like, "But you're with Brittany," so I couldn't get get that out of my mind. I was like, "Well, why are you jealous? Are you jealous because you are no longer like, like?" being the one that's always wanted like you you know mm. you're the hot bitch in school right i think she took pride Basically. in that in, in yes. her identity 
And so it wasn't really about Puck and her liking Puck. It was about just her being like the bad bitch in school and like everyone should rejected. Love her. Like, yeah, yeah. he okay. rejected her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also and that's what that was. I felt somewhat mm-hmm. like with Santana. It was, and I hate this analogy, but I, if you guys have a better one, please say it, and I will just cut this one out. But I really felt like it was a dog marking their territory, where it was mm-hmm. like Santana mm-hmm. kind of versus mm-hmm. the world in the sense that you know, like, no, you were with me, and I don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend right now, so I chose you, like a Pokemon. I choose you. You can't just go be choosing some other Pokemon on my behalf. It doesn't work like that. So I don't feel like it was as unrequited as it was like possessive, but not in the adult way where we're like, oh my gosh, we have concerns. It's very, it was very teenage on her end. Teenage, yeah. It was petty. Oh, it was completely petty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I love the fight scene. I forgot about that fight scene with her and Sissy. I was like, I was cracking up. I I totally forgot about it. So like, I was like, wait, something's gonna happen here, and I was just dying laughing. And I was just like, this is so funny. She's just getting tossed like a rag doll. Like here she comes in all hot. Like I'm from Lima Heights, and then Sisi's is like, yeah, right, bitch. I'm Sisi's. Let me hear me war. And then they didn't get in trouble for it, which is really funny. Which is funny because I was like, and then Beast just throws nothing. her over her shoulder. Like, let's go. Yeah. I'll take and you to the like, nurse. That's right. That's right, Lama Heights. That's it. <laughs> I just that, thought that. That scene that was, was like the best scene. <laughs> so unexpected. I remember my reaction to that. I was like, dang, what is happening? <laughs> what is going on here? What? She is a rag doll right now. 100 pounds just flying Crazy. around. <laughs> it was the pulling the um, beanie down over her eyes for me. So I was like, what is happening here? Why are we just pulling this down? So now she can't see what's going to happen. No, it was pure, ridiculous gold. The only thing that was missing was her extensions on the hallway floor. Because then it would have been a real high school yeah. fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, she didn't need to, extension. though. She just needed to drag her around. <laughs> Just slide her through. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, no, yeah. I will I, say though, even though she got her ass beat, you know, piece. she kept through the end. She kept she trying. Uh, yeah, she stood her ground. That's a lesson to learn: stand back yeah. up, even when Ooh. somebody's yeah. beating you up. Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, yeah. I've but seen that happen. But sometimes it's better before. just to run. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen yeah. that happen before in high school. It literally happened to me oh, in high yeah. school. I remember I was walking by. And one of the girls was trying to, like, fight this other girl who didn't want to fight. And the one that started the fight get, got her ass beat. <laughs> and the other girl was, like, crying, beating her up because she didn't want to fight her because they were friends at one point. She's like, I'm sorry, but I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> it was that type of thing. I was like. Oh, my God. Dang. This was junior high. Oh, no, this was even high. junior high. This was eighth Shit. grade. I had some funny Shit. friends. Ugh. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, my say. I got some funny friends. They ain't my friends anymore, but I had but some it's... interesting characters in my life. Wow. <laughs> so maybe that's why I, I was we laughing. We all did at that so age. Yeah. Maybe that's why I was laughing so hard. It just reminded me of that scene where this girl came all hot and it cocky and heavy. And yeah. she got her ass kicked, and, oh kicked, and I, I didn't really like her, so I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. My pettiness oh my right God. there. My high school pettiness. Or junior high pettiness. Yep. You're like, coming through. Coming thank through. God. Junior high. I'll now. still be petty like that. Don't. I'm like. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
So speaking of petty, um, we also have, we kind of can tie in Santana to the whole Quinn and Finn unrequited love mm. moment. Ooh. So mm-hmm. Finn wants to get Quinn back, but Quinn is dating Sam, but they all date each other at some point, um, it feels mm-hmm. like. And so she's dating Secret. Sam. And he devises this plan. He thinks it's like this magical plan. He's going to start a kissing booth. And when he starts this kissing booth, Quinn is going to have to kiss him. And she's going to fall in love with him. And they are going to get back together. I Before we start. Don't know. Did anybody get a little bit of COVID PTSD in that? Just too like, many people. The whole time I'm like, no. 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 <laughs> Why are you saying that? Yeah. I think anything having to do with like. <laughs> just Mono. no mask Closeness. yeah I think yesterday I was watching a show where they spit in their hand and they shook on it and I was like yeah. ah. <laughs> oh my god I am never touching anybody again it's like oh shake my hand here no but oh, that no. makes me think Here's... why did I ever go get my hair done without a mask on why right. have I ever been anywhere my without eyebrows. a mask on why did I let people do my eyebrows without a mask on in your face it's wild in your face Ugh. never wild. again <laughs> can't do it so this was a, there was a lot happening um, with the Finn and Quinn and Sam stuff and I feel like my biggest problem like my thanks I hate this was kind of like Sam shamed Quinn into kissing Finn because she was he was like mm-hmm. the only way I can prove that you're not going to be in love with him is, is you're going to kiss him right in front of me um, I'm going to watch or if you say no then basically you're in love with him you're hiding something whatever so I was Ooh, like ah yeah. you know as an adult that's kind of that where does that thinking come from? What are we doing? Yeah. But then reminding myself that these are supposed to be teenagers, and teenagers make the most ridiculous type of decisions. And Sam is also not the brightest crayon in the box. Well, neither mm-hmm. am I. But yeah, yeah but I never got there. Yeah, I was thinking when I was watching this, I'm like, this doesn't real. This isn't Sam from later episodes. Like this is Mm-mm. like you could tell where they didn't really continue with his character. Because well, he was definitely yet, much so. more oblivious. <laughs> yeah. Because he was he a had just, at one point. Yeah, he had just... I forgot. Did he join the cast at the beginning of season two? He did, huh? He did join the, the beginning of season he two. Yeah, I think joined, so. Yeah. yeah. I, we were listening to the podcast, um, which at this point I think they're just not doing anymore. Uh, uh-huh. But Showman's, and they... And he came in, and everybody thought that he was going to be Kurt's boyfriend. Because they didn't know that they were bringing in two characters. They just knew Kurt was getting a boyfriend. So the whole time they're like, are you going to make out with Chris? Oh. <laughs> Being well, like five years old. Like, yeah. what are we doing? He's like, I don't know. I just I just took the job. <laughs> He's like, I just wanted to act. Um, yeah, the whole like. To be. Yeah, the whole that was kind of weird. Because then he stood. So like the whole time Finn was giving everyone kisses on the cheek. Ooh. And then when mm-hmm. Quinn came, he gave it to her on the mouth in front of Sam. And you're like, what? And, like, for me, because I was always a big, like, I know, like, Leah Michelle's very problematic in real life. But, like, I loved her character. Like, everyone hated her character. I somehow love. Her. Yeah, I loved her character. Maybe because I see a little bit of myself in her. And I don't know. This whole, I'll, I'll talk about the singing thing later. But, um <laughs> But, like, I was always rooting for her and Finn. So the whole time I was like, no, Finn, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fall in love with Quinn. She was horrible. And, but I do love Quinn because, like, 
even though she was horrible in season one, like, I ended up loving her as a character. Mm-hmm. But at first, she was just, like, this bitchy, like, I'm so Christian. But then she's, like, sleeping with her boyfriend's best friend and got pregnant by him and, like, lied to her, to her boyfriend about it, about a hot tub. So, like, I had issues with Quinn right <laughs> and then and there. <laughs> and he believed it. He believed the hot dog, the hot tub hot tub scene but like for me it was a hot dog scene and then i felt i felt bad for sam and i was like no sam sam doesn't deserve to go through that he's a little you know not right he's not he's not not smart so i was just kind of like no don't get them back together don't do it it's leah michelle it's rachel and finn it's rachel and finn so um i i was just like the whole time i was like ah <laughs> it, pro- my, it brought back like, those Blair. Anger, that anger. Yeah, like my Blair. like for the my like or dislike for the characters waxing waned depending on the season. I ended the show liking the exact opposite characters that I mm. mm-hmm. began at the show. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there were just I hated Santana at the beginning, and at the end, she's one of my favorites. Oh, Santana! And yeah. like yeah. I liked Rachel at the beginning for the most part, and then. When she got to New York, she was too much. Too much. She but was a much, yeah. Th- those two, and I liked Tina at the beginning, and I hated her at the end. Oh, really? I don't know. I, I didn't, Tina. I don't... Yeah, I'm just kind of in the middle with, with, with Tina. Um, I I always loved her Mercedes, though. She was, like, always, like, oh, yeah. on Ooh. there. Like, her voice. This is a Amber Patrice Riley stan podcast. So. <laughs> all I do is listen to her but I do yeah, understand she's... what you're saying about like the Rachel and Finn mm-hmm. because it's just yeah. like they they you can tell that they are meant to be together but I do feel like Rachel got the better end of the deal in this episode just because I liked his little speech about how like she's mm-hmm. a star she's bigger than this area Ooh. he didn't want her to get kind of anchored to the area because she was meant for these big good things and mm-hmm. I feel like that was a nice way to kind of wrap up her entire breakup with him was the fact mm-hmm. that they're at that point they weren't going to be together but he had a good reason that I thought was well thought out and I feel yeah. like she also thought that it was well thought out and it was very mature like Listen, mm-hmm. we're not going to be together. You were, you're a star girl, and she yeah. was like, "Cool." As mm-hmm. like not smart that Finn was, um, he always had a good heart, you know. He was smart in his own way. He was, he was but he always had like a good heart. But like what, and I'll bring it up right now, just because like what Glee has meant to me and why I kind of I love it so much is because it like introduced me to my singing voice because I always wanted to sing growing up Mm -hmm. and I didn't sing and so my sister's friend would like somehow get all the glee music and I would play that in my car when I would drive down to LA and like there were some songs that I would like sing along and I was like hear myself like I think I could sing and I would record myself and I was like hey I could do it so like glee every time I see glee I'm just reminded of how it sparked my love for music and singing again so like I always kind of go back there (laughs) and I'm very like music really speaks to me so like I have a hard time seeing all the problematic stuff because I have this like weird relationship with it (laughs) but I love all the warbler song (laughs) yeah yeah but I could see the problem I could see the problem sometimes I'm like ah (laughs) yeah this show would never have Pass the vibe check in 2021. Oh, oh no. Ever. Never, never. 
I'm not even yeah. worried about that. When's your album coming out? Where can we find <laughs> it? Yes, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of making like a musical comedy that. album. We're gonna gotta do that. We're gonna do that eventually. But <laughs> oh my god, I just, love that. That 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 is after. Oh my god, um, I love that. Yeah. Right now, I'm just trying to get into voice voiceover and make some money. Then go there. Yes. Then go there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Make some serious cash money yeah. right now. That's Quit my job. Hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quit my job and then do all that. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, you got to make it The happen. American dream. Yes. <laughs> quit, quit my job jobs. and do this other job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody quit your but job. But it's to do an other job that you actually like doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not your soul suck. Your mm-hmm. heart. My your soul heart suck job. pays me pretty nicely, so I got to... I gotta make so that does mine. That's the problem. It was like, yeah. I, that's the problem. It was like, ah, to replace that income. I should have done this when I was younger. <laughs> anyways, anyways, back to Glee. Mine Let's doesn't pay me. Yeah, mine Always. doesn't pay me a ton of money, but I have a month of vacation time, so I ain't Damn. going nowhere. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. That's a that sweet awesome. deal right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of. We keep saying incestuous stuff. It just feels, I don't know, they all seem like siblings to me. And then they're just doing all this weird stuff. And then mm-hmm. there was kind of like this, um, oh, and then there was Kurt and Blaine. I had them on my list and I completely skipped them twice. Um, so basically they're at the coffee shop and Blaine's talking about like Valentine's Day. And Kurt is the Britney in the situation. And he was just like, I don't get into any of this. Like, I've been married for so many years, and it's I still am just kind of like, it's a Thursday. What do you mean? I've got to work tomorrow. Ah." Yeah. (laughs) But, so Kurt's very much that, and then Blaine is like, something, something, I'm in love. Calls an emergency meeting of the Warblers. It has to be an emergency. Um, (laughs) He tells them that he's in love and that he wants them to go off campus and serenade this person and Kurt says yes we need to do it we have to do this and then Blaine says we're going to the gap and Kurt says I don't even shop at the gap why are we going there and Blaine says because he's an assistant manager at the gap and it was like pure devastation for Kurt so they go to the gap they sing this song I know Windsor wants to talk about this song but hold on two seconds Windsor before they sing the song, Blaine makes this comment, and it became the comment of the show to me, because it, it made me question <laughs> a lot of things. So he said, if we get married, um, I get 50% off at the Gap. My follow-up question is, is if they get married and he gets 50% at the Gap, does he get 50% off at the Gap outlets also? Because those clothes <laughs> are cheaper. <Right? laughs> yes. And I just feel like if we're going to get 50% off... I want it at the outlets. I don't want it at the regular Gap. I feel like you do, right? Exactly. That's so he should. I mean, yeah. we. I'm trying to think, and I know Leigh, you worked longer in retail. Did that? I think you and, do because it's all yeah. a part of the same company. You yeah, should I think you get do. your discount elsewhere. So that's a good thing to look. I didn't think about that. Like, I mean, outlets. it's not important, and it doesn't have to do with anything. But it it meant something to me. Yeah, it's crucial. I think it's crucial. You want you want you want crucial. discounted clothes as much as you could get it. You know, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to talk about this with the baby around Windsor. Hold on, baby. Go 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 back and see daddy. Okay, go haya him. No. Yeah, go haya him. No. No. She said no. So, this 
song has, well, this scene, really. Firstly, he's singing to a grown man. Yep. <laughs> a grown man yep. who had two coffee dates with him knowing that he was a minor. Oh, Windsor's got, she's mad. Ooh, yeah, oh, she is. I didn't see the coffee dates, so. Well, I, you don't I see that. that he mentions it. He, like, he mentions it like, when they're talking. Yeah. But, so they sing, he goes to, in the world's most secondhand embarrassing scene I think this show has ever done, <laughs> the only other scene that I reacted like this to was when Blaine and Rachel kissed. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but other than that, so he sings a song about sex and sex toys. In a gap to a grown as fifteen year old with a full five o'clock shadow, grown man singing to a grown man like and following him as he's like, no, if he could, he'd be like this. What song was and it he's again? still like chasing? Um, when I get you alone. Bye. Yeah, you can leave your Robin sex. To- you can leave your toys in the drawer tonight. Yes, that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's singing uh, about sex toys as he stands up on like sweaters, <laughs> and it's the most crazy thing to I've ever those. seen in my life. <laughs> Somebody has to refold those sweaters. <laughs> right? saying, this is not practical, and it's not going to be Jeremiah because he got fired. This yeah, not he got so. And so afterwards, he's embarrassed. Kurt's embarrassed for him, and Jeremiah <laughs> comes out and he's like, "What was that?" Like, and he's like, "What you um." I, forgot exactly what he said but basically like my boss didn't like it they don't know i'm gay i got fired and mm-hmm. so this is where i realized my bubble living in connecticut my little liberal bubble because i was talking to uh our friend melissa when this first came out and i was like i don't get it why would he get fired for someone coming in mm-hmm. and doing something that he had no control over and she's like that's not why he got fired i'm like well why did he get fired then she said, because he's gay. I was like, that's illegal. They can't do that. She's like, in Connecticut, it's illegal, not in Ohio. It's so funny that you thought mm-hmm. that. And I was just like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> it kind of burst, like, my little bubble. Like, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. you get used to living in an area that mm-hmm. is a little bit more socially liberal and whose laws reflect that. And you don't mm-hmm. even, I didn't even really think about it outside of Connecticut. Because at that yeah. point, I was what? 25 living in my own little bubble yeah so i didn't think you were that old to be real i don't know <laughs> it was maybe. i was probably a little bit older uh, who knows maybe i think when the show came out it was like 27 or something like that yeah Ooh. i so. it came out like a, in 2009 i was 24 when it came out yeah. so Ooh, yeah. i was like 21 when it came out Oh, so, you're young, Brittany. Okay. I, I was not going to say gonna, that, but I, I just felt I'm like, going to be 30. Leigh and I are going to be 39, 39 this year. Yeah. We're currently 38. We're, you guys don't look I'm going to be 36. Yeah, we're elderly millennials, but we elders, own it. We're the elders. We're yeah. like the year two of mille- millennialism. Um, yeah, I mean, they're 40 when, when, um I remember that first scene. I was, I, I was kind of sad. It wasn't. It wasn't for Kurt. But like, I was Same. like, really, you're gonna sing at like a gap and <laughs> whatever. But the song was really catchy. And yeah. you have to admit, the Warblers. And this is how like blindsided I get when it goes into the music. It's like the Warblers are just so good. 
Oh and, yeah, and so Blaine. Um, I think his name is Darren. He's so oh, fucking talented. Yes, God so damn it! Good. I don't know if you guys yeah. know this. I told Leo this. He was in this in college. He wrote a oh, musical, we know. Oh, we a know. very Harry we Potter know. musical. We've seen. I didn't know it was him until Glee was over because I had seen that, and then later on, I went to rewatch it, and I was like, uh, uh what <laughs> and oh, yeah. like and it's so I, I remember that musical just being really really good because i love terry potter but i didn't know it was him till later but like that's awesome darren is just so fucking talented so we talented. have a history with darren Chris, okay <laughs> <laughs> yes he's talented and i just like I, I I just I I'm so glad they brought him into the show because I think he made the sh- one of oh yeah like, like if they didn't have him like what would the show be like, he was only supposed thing? to be he was only written in a few episodes that's right and, and then, they, then they released it and Teenage Dream blew up and they were like oh, yeah. okay so Kurt was never supposed to transfer schools mm-hmm. Blaine was always going to be like a boyfriend that he had maybe guest starred every now and then. Mm-hmm. But when they saw the reaction, they had to completely rewrite the show and write him in as a main character. Wow. Which, that brought us the Warblers, so, I mean. He's that fucking talented. He needed to be the star of the show. Like, Leah Michelle who? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) It's about Darren. He's the greatest star of that. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely is up there. But but that was fun. But let's go back Let's go back to Clayne. <laughs> so, I love that. Never heard of that. Oh, that's Kurt, their ship name. That's their ship name. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's it definitely a thing. So, they're after this whole incident. They're in the coffee shop, and Kurt finally like gets the courage to be like, "I thought you were talking about me." And Blaine's like, "Oh, I'm an asshole." You're right. God, I'm so stupid. It's like the first TV friend zone ever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't want to... I care about you a lot, but I don't want to mess this up. It's like telling me I have a nice personality. Like, I think you have a great personality. Right? Yeah, and then they did the whole when uh, Harry met Sally. But don't they end up together in the end? And Kurt's like... <laughs> Which they do. They of do. course. They Not do. spoiler alert, because it's... Like, years it's later been off years. of the air for how many years now? Many years, many, many years. But out of that, um, Kurt came up with a good idea. I like that this kid can think on his feet. And so he decided that they were going to somehow shut down Breadsticks, the which I guess is supposed the to be Olive like the Garden. Olive Garden. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I love the Olive Garden, by the way. It's such trash <laughs> food, but I love it so much. Um, Breadsticks are good there. <laughs> they're like never ending. So they shut down this thing and they do like a Lonely Hearts dinner night thing. And the little Warblers perform so we can wrap that up. Now we can say that the Warblers mm-hmm. can perform off campus and it's not a big deal. All of the single Glee Club members come. They're all looking happy and singing so we can wrap all of them up. Um, all the characters we didn't see in the show, they're there too. I guess they had class and places to be all episode so we can wrap that up so kurt comes up with this idea they all go it's a nice bow at the end of this episode mm-hmm. and the yeah. cutest song i thought the song was really, it really was cute. yeah with the interaction between like yes. the warblers and the new so direction cute. like that's the type of like chemistry i like because you can tell that it's like the actors like interacting with each other and mm-hmm. having fun which makes it real yeah like uh when uh, oh, 
Telly, is it, was, um, like, kind of, like, grinding up on Santana a little bit, (laughs) like, (laughs) and that, that was fun, and obviously I like any time the Warblers sing, so. Yeah, yeah. And appropriate. (laughs) But it's just, like, so I saw Santana Santana turn back to Sam, they had a little quick eye contact Mm -hmm, moment, mm -hmm. is this a little foreshadowing to more incestuous is it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They hooked up some point, didn't they? I don't I think remember. they did. I told you. I... Or they dated at least. I don't know yeah. if they ever. Yeah. yeah. They, they did. did. They did. Yeah, and right then... before she came out, I think. Yeah. Mm. I think so. I think it was like there, and then right after that. Yeah. Then she got break. outed, and then she finally felt comfortable like going out with Britney in public. So they start mm-hmm. dating in three episodes. Ooh, oh, okay. I just looked dun, it up. Dun, dun. Mm-hmm. So yes, I didn't even catch that, but they do start dating in three episodes. Look yeah. at you. Look at Fresh you. Eyes. Fresh eyes. That's right. That's <laughs> yep. Right. And then I, they I, to Karofsky. Then they then she started dating Karofsky for reasons. Remember? Oh yeah, the but that was like so that they could. What is it? The anti-bullying squad. So yeah. That's not what we're talking about because yeah. now you're too far gone, and I don't <laughs> even know where in this series so, that was. This, this, this show takes so many twists and turns. It's like, just okay, funny watching okay. Leia's reaction to everything. Like, wait, what? It's like <laughs> Dallas, but for kids. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if they should be for kids. They thought some, some Yeah, that's very true. It's like <laughs> Dallas, still teenagers. For adults. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what high school they're from, but that was not dramatic in my high school. That was- <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so honestly, so they're from Ohio, and so much is happening at this school, and I'm not saying that bullying doesn't happen because it 100% does, 100%. but nobody, like, messed with anybody at my school out in public. Nope. Like, it was not like, a thing where people it, were just, it wasn't like, for beating each other up unless yeah. they were yeah. actually Blatant. fighting. Yeah. Yes. Blatant. It was very it was hidden. very yeah. exaggerated, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, you weren't be, actually the theater kids were the cool kids. Hmm. Like, they they weren't ostracized in my school. Same, but, same. And yeah. nobody got, nobody really got bullied for being gay. I, if they got bullied, it was for normal things, like you wore glasses or you had red hair. Or you're ugly. <laughs> glasses or red yeah. hair. You know, when you're just, just dumb mm-hmm. kid things. Yeah. So, kids nothing are dumb. like actually hateful, things you just grow out of and it's well, like, whatever. I know she wasn't in this episode, but the things that Sue Sylvester gets away with, you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? But she's my favorite character in this so, whole show. Okay, like, her character's, like, one of the best characters, but, you, I mean, you know that, like, that you can't get away like, with half of this shit. How did she not get arrested for yeah, this? Yeah, you can't get away with half of the shit she, she gets, she, she does at the She school. threw at least one child in this episode, so... <laughs> And that is a sentence that you only hear on Glee. 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 <laughs> Glee. But I do love that. I don't think it happened in this episode, but Glee sometimes makes fun of themselves. Like, I've seen episodes where, like, Sue Sylvester has a monologue on how ridiculous their, like, plot lines are. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I would always catch, like, I always catch these, like, little tidbits where they're making fun of themselves. And, like, mm-hmm. and they, they they know that, like, none of this is logistically possible in real life, but yet they still do it and they make fun of themselves. But it yeah. wasn't on this episode. This episode was a little more tame with the... Uh, crazy logistics i mean it was only season mm-hmm. two they get really crazy with all their stuff later on <laughs> but, <laughs> the std see the F- std episode so i only watched I that remember episode them. once 
It's like way towards the end. Sorry. It's towards the end, so oh, nobody okay. really pretend. Everybody pretends that um, season didn't exist, but some of the things they do, you're just like, why is he a walking gonorrhea? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Glee, like I, when they had like the whole new class, it was kind of weird. But then yeah, they ended, they ended the series where they like kind of just fired all the new class mm-hmm. actor actors and just started focusing on like that's the exactly what they did cast, mm-hmm. the original cast and their lives afterwards which i was like that's when i started watching again like after that but um i can't remember much of the stuff with the new class because i was just like lame lame i don't that's like exactly that. what we did when we were going to the episode like i forgot they existed i forgot they existed like, yeah give me some tana give me some leah michelle give me some some mercedes that's where i need i need the energy from it Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that—that's another. We're not talking about those episodes. No, <laughs> we're talking about silly love songs. Silly love songs. Yes. <laughs> so, who's next in our list? That's it. Mm. That was the whole list. Really, there's Sorry. only four couples in this. Yeah, but oh, they okay. remember they are very incestuous, so they're just kind of like spiraling oh, yeah. through one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did go through all of them overall. Nice. I feel like this was like a nine out of ten episode. For me, it, it was, was a, very, yeah. like... It would have been 10 if they would have given Mercedes a solo. But... Mm, they didn't... No. Yeah, she wasn't in it much. Exactly. Mm. And that is why that it is can't be true. a 10 for me, because that oh. was my favorite character. <laughs> I lived yeah. for her. I loved her. I... She can was... we talk about the duets real quick, though? Yeah, yeah. Let's, what what no. duets? What duets? No. <laughs> Tina. Aww. Tina singing, and she's like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, she starts crying. What's I love you so. What's sad is that actress has such a nice voice. It's like they melodic. do her so dirty. They do her dirty in this in this uh, series. the whole show. The whole show, but uh, like, yeah, she you know she was like roommates with Leah Michelle before mm-hmm. the show. But yeah, I don't even think they're friends. They're Broadway because they worked on the same shows. Yeah. But, yeah. She has such a pretty voice, but they would, like, make her go to, like, the studio where it was, like, rough and it sounded natural. But yet, Mm. Leah Michelle always went to the nicer studio where they made her voice sound super perfect. It's like, why did you guys do her like that? She has such a beautiful voice. Mm. Well, also, we talked about in the Thanksgiving episode where, so the only um, competition solo, which they do competitions a lot... The only competition solo Tina ever got was Gangnam Style, and it was because she's a Korean actress, but she doesn't speak the language, and so she had to do it phonetically, and so that was really disappointing mm. because she does mm-hmm. have such a lovely voice. And yeah. they are I'm so still mad this about that. series is so racist against Asians; it's not even funny. So yeah, I like, guess maybe everything. Don't watch it. Like, even if you listen to, like, Kevin and Jenna talking about it, they're like, oh, my God, this is so racist. Um, like, why are we doing this? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, she didn't get, she was always, like, luckily she was in every, almost every episode, but she didn't get a lot of, like, features. But she got I know she paid. did, like, um, the Florence and the Machine song, the, um, oh, yeah, and that Dog was Days Are she Over. She did that one. Mm-hmm. They did that one, because, like, Florence and the Machine is one of my favorite uh, m- musicians, but, um, and then the sing song where, uh, what's his name? The dancer guy. Oh the yeah! Dancer so, guy. Oh yes. I also, really they just sing. pretended. Sing. Yeah, yeah, they just pretended like he couldn't sing. Like the whole, the first two and a half seasons was like, oh, Mike Chang can dance, but he can't sing. And then all of a sudden, he starts singing. You're like, yeah. <laughs> but he did. Yeah. Why did you well, want to do that? Well, well, the actor, the guy, um, 
he's a Henry. dancer. Yeah. Henry. Yeah. So a very I, good dancer. Yeah. I used to work in casting at once upon a time and he was always booked on ipod commercials remember those silhouette dancers Long oh, time one. so my casting company used to do that he never came in he just knew the choreographers and they always booked him mm. so i never saw him so when i left the job and i started watching glee and he was on i was like that name looks familiar. familiar because I was always book like talking to his agent to book him on a commercial. But I remember that like he would never come in. So when we would get those jobs, I'd be like, I'd call his agent. I was like, look, we have this thing. Um, get get your guys on hold. You know, clear Very their nice. calendars for DZ. Because there was like two guys, two dancers that would like <laughs> the choreographers always book. They always wanted. I forgot the other guy's name. But I was quick, their, efficient, and talented. Yeah, like the 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 their casting their agents would look at it, call me, and be like, "Okay, so do we need to book the book these guys out for mm-hmm. these dates?" So I was like, "Probably." Here's the dates. <laughs> yeah. So because you can quick up choreography like this. Yeah, which is yeah. Him and, and Brittany, mm-hmm. which Brittany was a Beyonce. Yeah, she only yeah. came on to she came on to the show to teach them single ladies, oh. and that's how she started, and then. Uh, Ryan Murphy was like, oh, do you want to have a part on the show? Which is why she never really talked in the first season, because she was only supposed to be, like, a recurring extra. Mm-hmm. Okay. I oh, see. wow. We listened to yeah, another podcast. Mean. That's where we got that information. We don't just know it. We learned that from them themselves. The bromance, or what is it called? Showmance, yeah. Showmance, yeah, yeah. I was listening to it for a little bit, but I haven't gone It's back. funny. Yeah. Was there anything else on the Glee, yeah. the Glee list? <laughs> I didn't I, this anything else. So. I think I touched on everything that I really had. Did you touch Except everything? we're going to talk about firework for a second because it mm, did end mm. up in firework. Why is Leah Michelle's mouth so big? Stop it. <laughs> I thought she did a wonderful job with She that did a song. great job. She did a great <laughs> job. But when you sing, it's like her mouth is like this big to her face. <laughs> she, she has a big mouth. She has <laughs> a big tongue. <laughs> but big you know but she did do a great job. We just went really like, far with that. I, yeah, I have a theory with that, but like her and like even Adina uh, Mendel mm-hmm. has a oh, big, she has a big yeah. mouth, big like mouth, and it's just like I feel like that's how they get those notes, you know? Yeah, well, the, it looks mm-hmm. like a microphone or like a you know. But well, isn't like, that why Freddie Mercury kept those extra teeth because he thought it was going to be something that was going to like help probably. to stretch that palate out? So yeah, yeah. maybe, but I like if know. you look at good. A guitar, right? The hole when you string it, like that hole, that's the vibration. Yeah. So, like, the wider your mouth goes, Ooh. it's just a theory. It's just how it vi- like the sounds vibrate and, like, it's like the frequencies that you get. Yeah. Yeah. She's so petite. So, sometimes it's just like all you see is mouth and arms. Mouth, <laughs> arms, and nose. Okay. But she, you know, what she sings, when she sings, she has like the most weirdest facial expressions. And like, the ones she, I remember. Yeah. But I think is that's, when she, that's gotta be she like sings, a musician thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, she, she never left Broadway behind when she went on to TV. Mm-mm. Like, you don't need to do that for TV. They're yeah. right here. They're five feet in front of you. You don't need to Wait. project it for the back. When she did, like, My Man, when she auditioned for My Man. Oh, My Man alone, so Like, the, like, the, her, I remember her facial expressions with that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, God, Leah okay. Michelle. Leah Michelle is like, crazy. Like, she just kind of, like, gets into it. Um, but I did want to ask, before we close, mm-hmm. what is your favorite Mercedes song on Glee? Oh, so I am not religious, 
But mm-hmm. when she when sings, she took Kurt to church, stop it. When she sings, I think it's "I'm His Child." It's towards mm. the end of the show. Um, it's like a flashback episode, so they all look like mm-hmm. they do now. But it's supposed to be back when the series first started. And Kurt mm-hmm. goes to the church to try to convince Mercedes to join the Glee Club. It's supposed to be like the preface to the first episode, and mm-hmm. she is singing with this choir. And her voice is meant to be like singing mm-hmm. in front of an entire choir. It is so good. So again, not that religious, is definitely. But mm-hmm. she just destroyed this. It was so good. She left mm-hmm. no crumbs for all the hungry yeah. children. Oh. Mm-hmm. That and I think rumor has it. Mm, that was a good yeah. one. The rumor has it. Someone like you. Mix. It was more in her more natural register because they always had her singing in the higher key. Because she's a queen. Obviously, yeah. they love the higher key. Because she's born, But I wonderful. feel like that... I mean, is there a bad Mercedes song? No, no. No, um, no that, I, that, I love that song. It's one of my favorite, like... Because um, it's, mm-hmm. it's two songs in one, and it has Santana in it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my favorite, just Mercedes, is Try a Little Tenderness. Oh, my gosh, yes. <sighs> she just goes, like... Yes. If you listen to the original Otis Redding version, it's... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good, right? Yes. But when she does it, she's just like, you gotta... Oh, I, I've like woken up so many mornings. And wonderful. And it just gets me in the mood, because she's just like, try a little tenderness. And she just, like, oh, goes yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I try to mimic that. I cannot... I don't have that, like, beltiness, because I'm very, yeah. light Disney personal soprano. Yeah. But, like, I just like oh it gets me it gets me my core that one and um i am telling you from the yes oh yes those two so, are my favorite and i'm just like oh. so we'll we... do a little outro for you guys since i'm feeling kind of tipsy i'll do it out outro <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> improvise this this is things i hate yes actually thank I you this. for tuning in thank, thank you for you. being a friend oh, thank oh, you for oh. being in a friend oh. and being here with things i hate that's the outro. Cut that out. No, I don't know. That's the outro. That is the outro. That is the outro. Tell you, don't need anything else. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, you're gonna really do it? I was just, just do it, just in case, just in case. Fine, whatever. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Thanks I Hate It. Our beautiful outro, as sung by Erica from Hey Sister Soul Sister. Drunk Special Erica. thanks to to drinks and alcohol for that. <laughs> I only had a smoothie. You guys were getting drunk and I was just drinking a smoothie. <laughs> All good. You do you, boo. You do you. <laughs> Please like, subscribe, download, share. Make sure you check out uh, Erica and Leia. They're on. I'm going to have them put hey, their social. Sister, put your social soul, stuff. Sister. Boom. It's hey, hey sister, so, soul sister dot podcast on IG. Sorry, Leah. No, <laughs> I'm tipsy. I'm tipsy. I'm gonna go on mute now. <laughs> there, no, hey, sister, wrap this up, Windsor. Yeah. Wrap this up, girl. We're just gonna put it all in the show notes. We're not gonna yeah, take any of this out. All right, guys. Until uh, today is probably Friday. Who the hell knows? We'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> we'll see you on a Tuesday. <laughs>